0: Radio, oh, what's going on oh man i was oh, I was just watching the camera movie, I'm waking up and it's in the dark what's going on here oh, no, no, no. brendan brendan is that you No what are you why is your mouth all taped up dude? Mm-hmm. ah, oh, my eyes ow oh what's who is who is it?
1: Mother Superior. That's right. I'm back again after I was here last week. You boys. Oh, you boys are in for it. I told you both to tread lightly with the Irish nonsense. And guess what? You didn't. I heard so many, so many offensive Irish accents last week. I
0: didn't even think you listened to our podcast. Oh, it's so it's it's great that you're a fan. That's awesome. I didn't think you listened. Oh, ow, oh my
1: god. Don't oh my. get all excited. I I have Milosh's Spotify password. That's how I heard the whole thing. Hey, anyway, you no, hold on. You get in here too. Come on. Hey, Ooh.
2: what the heck? I, I wasn't even on that episode.
1: Listen, Mr. Mr. Galen Howard, Mr. Mr. Disney Plus, Mr. uh Mr Mr. 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 Book of Boba. I know you you're associated with these fellas. You're you're in tight. You 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 come from the the Babylon the the, the smut, the smut and decadence of Hollywood. You you're just as bad as the two of them. You take a seat, young man.
2: Okay. okay look, I mean, look, look, look my career, let, 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 as we do in most episodes, let's leave my career out of this. I don't even know what's going on here, okay?
0: Okay, no, man, I... I'm so sorry you're in, involved in this, but I we, I I don't know what to tell you. She's She's gone rogue, man.
2: Oh, man. Yeah. She's, she's got that look in her eyes. Like a doll's eyes.
1: One more word out of you, Mr. Howard, and it's smack bottom city. Uh, don't mess. You don't mess, man. She's, she's yeah, deadly no, with no, those no, things. Yes,
2: that's, uh, yeah, yeah. Those are some calloused hands. Now,
1: listen. I don't care what you are planning on watching this week because you boys all need a little something in your life. So what I've done here... Is I've got to. I picked the movie and I'm going to play it for you. Oh man, that can't be good. That's never good. It's something that both of you boys truly and deeply need. And you too, Brendan, don't think I forgot it about you. Shut up. You're about to watch A Little Piece of Heaven.
2: Oh my god, no! No!
0: Oh, sweet, Cloris Leachman. You know
1: when I pick up beat that's when I'm on
2: some pressure now. The question always comes back to me, what will it
1: welcome welcome everyone oh i don't know why i kept the tape on the whole time we were watching that movie but it, it, welcome uh to what were they thinking Whew, podcast about uh bad to questionable movies and i am stressed this week with the movie we're gonna discuss because we don't do six hour episodes but that that's kind of what we might need here but anyway it could devolve it could devolve it could get out of hand uh i'm brendan uh begrudgingly Talking about this movie, joining joining me as always is the uh, the the Kirk to my Cameron Nathan. Oh, all right. <laughs> I guess a, we're one of the same of, then, aren't we? The, well, there's a lot of troubling characters here, and I didn't want to make any references that might come across <laughs> iffy. Our, our resident
0: Cloris Leachman. I mean, okay. I would have taken
1: that. Sure, you can be the Cloris Leachman to my to. I don't know. Uh, Lacey Chabert <laughs> Shut up Meg <laughs> Oh man Nathan of course as you heard in the opening We were all forced to do this We're not alone uh, Joining us straight out of Hollywood California uh, As as Mother Superior Said I guess Mr. Disney Plus I guess that's your moniker now uh, Ladies and gentlemen Mr. Galen Howard
2: Oh boy I I don't even have words. Um. <laughs> you had a few there. was um, yeah, yeah. time for everything. Oh boy. <laughs> um, I, n- so that I guess that would mean if we if we end up splitting up this episode, would the next episode air on the next fifth Thursday?
1: That would be an incredible bit of uh, continuity for sure. That would sure. be
2: that would be committing to the bit, you know. People
1: would be like, "Oh man, what other crazy uh, small screen movie?" Are they... Man, again, they're still talking about this goddamn movie, <laughs> and we'll be like, "Whoa, easy with the goddamn." When we're talking about a right. little piece of about, about
2: yes, but a, a very a very transcendent uh, religious picture here. Um, See, not because
0: of us, because it
1: really set off Mother Superior. They, oh yeah. Yeah and and we well, also and don't, and
2: and, she's, and I'm sure she's tight with Kirk Cameron and we don't want up and we not want to unleash his wrath.
1: Let let's let's not disparage Mother Superior that much. Yeah I don't, I don't I I you know she
0: I mean she she restrained us and you know forced us to watch this movie under duress but she's not a monster.
1: Yeah. I mean she may be an <laughs> abusive nun. Who uh, managed to outwit uh, a Santa Claus serial killer? And uh, but but she yeah she's not she's not a bad person. Um, wow, guys, wow, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to say
2: I, the least. I I have to say um, it's it, it's quite remarkable. And I, I will say you know in um, you know credit where credit is due, it's quite remarkable for it to have to have a film about gaslighting that does manage to drive its audience crazy. (sighs) (sighs) I mean, that is a, I mean, speaking of committing to the bid. Galen, I believe the text message I got
1: from you yesterday was, this is tough stuff.
2: This is uh, tough. Yeah, this is one of those where I just have, I had to pause like every two minutes and just like look out the window and remember what the, what the rest of the world looked like. (laughs) It's... (laughs) Just like, oh, I want yeah. to make sure you weren't dead on a and birds. Yeah, no, make sure I hadn't died. And because and you because Kirk, Kirk
1: Cameron's yeah. lies were so convincing that you were like, am I dead?
2: Well, well, I mean, they I mean, hey, if I mean, they bought into those lies in about 30 seconds. Yeah. So, you okay. know, in well, yeah. So, you know, hey, it can work on anyone, apparently.
1: Well, maybe we should uh, maybe we should just start talking about this thing. So, oh boy, I'm just gonna I'm just before I go through the plot though. Um, did anybody? I'm assuming you guys all watch this on YouTube as well, right? Jeez. Oh
2: yeah, I I'll, I'll confess I skipped over the trailers.
1: No, oh that was what I was gonna mention because they had the the great. There were so many of these movies that were advertised at the beginning. They had a um a series of videos called the clever kids series with K's and a Z, Zed. And um, just one of them is, Oh my God. Okay, guys, you ready for this? One of them is called my friend, Joe. And in the little mini trailer that we see the twist is that at one point you see a, uh, a, a wig on the ground. I don't know why there's a wig. It doesn't make any sense with the twist. And then you okay. see the hair kind of tied up and pulled down. And Joe says, my name is actually Joanne.
2: What?
1: And so this is what. What's the premise? It's a kid that that befriends another kid named Joe and feels a little weird oh, uh, oh, in, in his oh, pants, God. and then he realizes that it's a Joanne. Oh, that's the well, only good, reason. Good. Yeah. That's the only reason you could you could be you attracted could have, to. Someone. You know.
2: Yeah. Has to be yeah, someone it, the opposite it's not, sex. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Because because God forbid you know someone has homosexual feelings.
1: On the totally other side um there was one that wasn't really problematic at all but it was it was a movie called the hoboken chicken emergency and yeah i'm seeing to... some
2: like some thumbnails with a chicken
1: yeah oh galen it the plot is that it's a giant chicken that escapes yeah. a farm and is just a fish out of water in the city
2: i don't know i i'm you're saying this isn't problematic but i mean i, I i'm finding that sounds... this very triggering I,
1: that sounds like the the premise to follow that bird, the Sesame Street movie. I need to see the Hoboken Chicken Emergency right now.
0: <laughs> Cards on the table, I did skip through most of the the trailers oh. as well, but I did I did catch about I did catch the sales pitch about why video stores should stock videos from this company.
2: Yes, I, I got that far, and then I was like, oh, okay, this is a. You're, you're just, uh, you know, uh, pawning your wares. Okay, I'll, right. just, I'll cut right to the torture thing.
0: The What they're doing with these selling points is that they're saying that for their movies that they want video stores to carry, there are these are fine family films where there's no, you know, sex or drugs or violence. All three of those things are major plot points in this movie.
2: <laughs> that is very true.
1: It should have been called a little piece of sex, drugs, and violence. There you go. And heaven. We got throw heaven on oh, Yeah. There. Throw heaven a bone. Guys, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna run through um just real quick here the the plot. Plot. So Kirk Cameron and his sister, uh, his developmentally delayed sister, that's how we're gonna say it. We're not gonna say it how the movie says it several times because yikes. Um they live on a farm. And they live with their uh, they live with their father. The father has the mother has just recently died. The father then passes away, and they're on their own. And Kirk, you know, he's having a rough time running that farm all by himself because his sister can do some things but she's obviously you know has issues with with some some of the work so and and she's really lonely so what do you do in that situation you kidnap some kids from an orphanage as any lighthearted family movie would have a character do so he you know good old smiley cheery kirk cameron goes and drugs a kid and takes him and Turns out to be, we're again, we're going to get into the details of this. I'm just laying out the bare bones. He kidnaps oh, a kid. Uh, she doesn't get along with him very well. She wants a sister. So what does he do? He goes and kidnaps another kid. Meanwhile, Cloris Leachman, who works at the uh, at the home, is like concerned these kids keep disappearing. And um, a nationwide manhunt begins. While, while Kirk Cameron convinces these kids that they are dead and in heaven. And puts them to work. Hilarity ensues. I think we covered everything. I don't know if there's anything crazy about this movie. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, no, no, that's uh, they live on a pig farm. Pretty much checks out.
1: Which tells they do live you, on a, yeah, uh, his, his, their dad was a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> and also, they live on a pig farm, and like, which I and I understand. Like, I understand. Obviously, you know, a lot of farms they 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 kill the animals to make meat or whatever. But in this movie, um they don't really ever need to say it, but there's one point where, where, where Kirk Cameron clearly points out, he's like, pig, you know, like bacon, and then he pulls it conveniently out of an oven, like, see, bacon, dead pig. <laughs> like, there's a lot of moments in this movie where I'm like, this is meant to be consumed by children, <laughs> and it's uh, it's it's rough.
2: Yeah, I mean, what's what's frightening is, like, this feels like the kind of movie that I... You know that I easily could have you know turned on and watched as you know an an eight year old you know so a you know a film that that was just kind of readily made made available that you know my parents wouldn't you know um have any necessarily have any questions about on the surface and you know like i mean like I feel i feel like this like this film could like make child soldiers and you may have
0: Galen because this was an n b c movie of the week, oh my god.
2: In the
1: year of our Lord, nineteen hundred and ninety one. Oh. I I would love if uh, my mom just like told me one day, oh, that movie you told me you talked about. Yeah, you watched it when you were like, when you were five. You loved, you loved it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. This... You had you, you had your uh, you had your Wilson and Violet dolls you played with all the time. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, totally. And my Salem doll, who I could only imagine would be the most stereotypical doll ever, based on oh. the movie.
0: And of course it talked. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh God. You pull a string and it and it says some like wisecracking street slang.
1: Yeah, it I mean, calls me is... a a proper homeboy. I mean,
2: oh this or, made me or, I... okay. just gonna mm. say. Mm-hmm. Um, um yeah, yeah, no, this was um yeah, th- this was this was tough stuff. As I as as I had said <laughs> in <laughs> before, yeah, this I, no, this yeah. um um this made me. I mean that 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 relationship in particular made me long for the uh for the complex relationship uh and layered relationship between Burt Reynolds and Norman D. Golden second in the Cop <laughs> and a Half.
1: That's right. Yeah, that was nuanced in com- by comparison. Oh my God. <laughs> But this one, holy shit. Okay, I just want to talk about the, how this movie is racist as balls.
2: <laughs> I, 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 I remember because you, you, th- you, you texted me. That that was like one of the first things you texted me. I was and like, I, I didn't say, realize this movie was so fucking
1: racist. <laughs> I thought it was just so going to be ableist. I, so
2: I will say I I noticed like uh, when you texted me that – there. The number of times that you have texted me before a movie we're going to watch saying, oh, my God, this is racist.
0: Actually, I'm going to give I'm going to give fair points to this movie, because when we first hear about Salem, we don't meet him first. We hear about his file, about his his mother's, you know, addicted to that crack business, as Cloris Leachman says. And dad's not there. And there's all this like violence that's surrounded this kid's life. And when when Kirk Cameron actually you know drugs and kidnaps him, mm-hmm. he is actually oh you're black I didn't know that I mean I'm fine with it but I mean that's <laughs> right didn't yeah. assume is what I'm getting at he didn't assume yeah. because the mom was addicted to crack and in prison and that the dad was you know non existent that the kid was black so points to the movie for not assuming that.
2: They didn't but immediate assume, negative, yeah, they, it, and, yes, it was a, it, it was quite a, it was, but that his reaction to that reveal was,
1: yeah. But <laughs> immediate negative points though, because when he reacts to it, his immediate oh reaction God, is like, you're black. This isn't, well, yeah. And then he says, well, this isn't going to work. No one's going to buy this. And I'm like, what? Like he, like he reacts as if like uh, a black person in this home, nobody's going to believe that. And I'm like, oh, yeah. so Kirk Cameron, d- not a fan of race mixing. <laughs> nope.
0: No, nope. um, he and the funny he, thing is because I think he wants he's gonna want to sell because he does try to sell the kid as his cousin, which and, you could have a different mm. right, especially his it, character because Kirk Cameron's character in this movie is adopted,
1: yeah, which leads to what might be the funniest line reading of all time at near the end of the movie. But let's just hold on hey, to that for now. A,
2: there's there's a number of contenders for that position.
1: On, this, the, I, oh boy! I this mean. is my this is my this is my nomination for sure. But okay, so yes, he's he's already a little troubling right off the bat, just when he sees the kid, and uh, the, he drugs and kidnaps him. And then mm-hmm. when he when he's just like living with at the farm with Kirk Cameron, the one thing that got on my fucking nerves is he kept correcting his slang
2: every yes. single time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that felt gotta gotta mm, clean that up. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're in a white out. family now.
1: You're in a white family. Got to talk like us. Mm-hmm. And it's just like they have the kid. As soon as the kid gets there, he's like, he's like, no, I'll get a coffee to go. And then he says like, at one point, somebody is uh, that girl, that neighbor played by Kirk Cameron's wife comes around and he's like, should I get the gun? He freaks out when Kirk says pigs and he thinks he's talking about cops. Like, it's just and there's so much more. I'm sure there's other examples that I'm not even naming right now, but like, holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit! In all all fairness, I I
0: immediately think of people are talking about the cops when I hear the word pigs too. So,
1: but I mean, it's such a stereotype (laughs) to have the black character say that though right away, especially a kid. Like it's just come on. Come and the on. reason
0: why he wanted to know if he could get the gun is because Kirk Cameron, at this point, has convinced him that he is dead and in heaven. But heaven is not like you know the way heaven everybody sees. There are there is good angels and there are bad angels, and you have to toil like you did on earth, and then you have to work for a living, and you have to kill pigs and birds, because you know what heaven is just earth. So you know that's how that that. that Terrible job at convincing this kid that well, that he, heaven is fantastic. Yeah, well,
2: and he manages to convince him in about a matter of two minutes of for someone who is who has shown himself to be you know suspicious of all authority and is and is prone to run away. I mean, he would be like he would be like fuck this, you know, r- r- you know, and you know, run to the nearest city road and be like, okay, clearly I'm not in heaven. Yeah, like. <sighs> He, yeah, they, they're. I mean, I know they're kids, but
1: like they're cartoonishly gullible, and he's supposed to be street smart. Like that's how they frame his character.
0: I find it more believable that uh, Lazy Chabert's character could be duped because she's obviously supposed to be very young. She is a and leading a sheltered character. life. Oh, she she's is. Tr- oh my, her heart wrenching
2: that character. I mean, oh, poorly well, written. Well, she, but she yeah. has the. She has my contender for the most crazy, de- crazy, crazy delivered line to uh, when they when she do- enters the picture and is speaking to Violet and says uh, the line I wrote down. I live in a big house and I fell down the stairs, but now I'm dead. <laughs> that is a good one. <laughs> because she says it as like a cheerful thing, but now I'm dead. So it's but fine. now I'm dead. I, I do
0: find it interesting that she felt that she still needed to keep up her, her parents' charade after she was dead. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, she keeps saying—yeah, um, she keeps telling people when they ask like about her bruises and stuff that she fell down the stairs. Which, I mean, listen, that's a, a real thing that's not funny, but the way the movie portrays it and the way the lines are delivered— hilarious you can't, you can't help but but laugh like it's just it's not treated with any kind of proper respect or weight or anything it's oh man so um yeah so she's the other person that he eventually dr- like well he doesn't drug her to be fair no to be no, fair, to be <laughs> fair to be, he does to be fair he only drugs one child guys come on That's let's cut it. him some slack he <laughs> <laughs> you know how does he get that lazy chabert oh, he oh he dresses up as like I guess he bought an angel costume on Wish with a he light. Made light made uh, yeah, that angel like from costume a, from like
2: a church pageant or something.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, but it also has a light up feature, so kudos, I guess.
2: Hey, 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 yeah.
1: And he shows up in the yard at that kid's house. How does he get her attention? How does he get her to throw the lights again? Does he just like throw a rock at he her tosses, window?
0: Yeah, he tosses rocks at her window like fucking like a, 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 a love-starved teen in a John uh, Hughes movie.
1: Imagine walking over to someone watching this and just cutting into where this scene started. You're like, is Kirk Cameron trying to romance that child? Because <laughs> he, he, she comes down. It's very much the same plot beats because she comes down. He sees the light in the living room turn on. He, he basically is like, yes! <laughs> like, like the Napoleon Dynamite meme or something. Like the gif or something. We do but, meet her
0: earlier in the movie when he's out at oh the pharmacy God. and her mom like slaps her around in the pharmacy which okay. it's something oh that would God. normally happen yeah. any day of the week uh in the 80s and 90s i'm just gonna let everybody right. know that but it was a tragic tragic decade to be a kid
1: but i also feel though that it, like in that public of a place somebody else would have i like how Someone kurt would Cameron's have call,
2: uh, ha, ha, would, would've, would've called would have said something yes yeah
1: <laughs> or said something <laughs> You guys are great. That's hilarious. Someone would say Okay, something. okay. But come on. Kirk Cameron Kirk Cameron looks at the situation going down though, and his big triumphant heroic moment is like, Wow, I'm gonna help out a kid. Not this one, but like similar to this one. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna say anything out loud, but I'm probably just gonna kidnap and drug a kid, I think.
2: <laughs> For myself. I, I loved the um his sort his one of his re- revelatory moments when he's when when he's watching the news and hearing <laughs> the, the, the description of the, of, oh, of the Reagan's of America. The, yeah. Yeah. The, and the, I, I, I wrote down the quote, um, near uh, the child who was quote, nearly beaten to death and abandoned in a trash can. Uh, <laughs> I was like,
1: why is that in this fuck?
2: movie? That's that's
1: violence. That's, that's, yeah. yeah. And and we already hit the drugs.
2: Right. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and uh, yeah. boy, oh boy, was there a lot of sex.
2: To, to hear Whoa. that description the about sex. a child in, yeah. you know, in a film that is geared towards children, families, good yes. Christian families. The sex is when
0: we find out about uh, Kirk Cameron's birth mother when he reads oh, yes. the letter from oh, yes. her. We'll get to that she we'll was, was, oh, get to that. that yeah, was okay. Well, that's, well, I'll, that's, I'll save it. I'll, I'll say it. I'll save it. That's oh, my boy.
1: favorite line delivery in that scene, so. <laughs> um yes, okay
2: yeah delivered by kirk cameron's wife to kirk cameron
1: that makes so much more sense now because i was like man if, they, if they're they not gonna be able to kiss in this movie because i know he has a very strict uh i won't kiss anyone in a movie kind of thing but because there's a movie i watched for another podcast um and he didn't kiss her but what happened was they cut to over the shoulder shot and they replaced the actress with his wife and she was just like dressed like the other actress, but they definitely oh they didn't even have like the same body. Type. <laughs> and she's clearly wearing a wig and then they just do a quick like, Mwah! and then that's it. It's like he couldn't even do that in the scene with an actor. Like he, well, I, he had to. Uh.
2: Yeah. Um. Well, I I had a theory about that because there's a there's a gal that they introduce, and then, um, and who then abruptly disappears the, the young, the, the young blonde woman who is, who also works at the orphanage. Yes. Janet, I think her name is. Damn it. Who is like clearly we, it was set up as showing interest in Kirk Cameron and then goes so far as to protect him by saying like, Oh, like, Oh, those are my thumbprints on the file. Not his,
1: by the way, interest in Kirk Cameron. What a performance. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean um, listen listen he's he's a handsome guy but when he starts talking you're like oh <laughs> oh you know, I'm going to say what Galen put out just this, would have made this would have
0: made so much
2: more sense in this movie but rather yeah, than introducing uh, well, this random neighbor yeah. Yeah. Well, it feels like what they what happened was is that they had written or that her character as a love interest who would then come later to his house to warn him and say like, oh, you know, oh, they're they're on to you, you know, blah blah blah, because she's interested in him, which she is showing interest in him from the beginning. But you know, the that either that you know Kirk Cameron wasn't wasn't willing to do an on screen kiss, or she was like, this movie is insane, I'm out. Um, right. and yeah. Because then, things. because then, just shortly after that, they int- they out of nowhere introduce like this RKL. neighbor character played by his wife.
1: Yeah, it, now that you mention that, I t- I totally forgot about that character after a while because I was like, I, wait, w- hold on, what? Like, it, sh- yeah. it doesn't it doesn't make it.
2: No, because it, okay. it feels like they are setting her up as a potential love interest, and then she just completely disappears. Can you guys can you guys
1: tell me this? Do you recall in this movie ever seeing Kirk Cameron's character do any actual work on the farm?
0: Yes. Well, he,
1: he was talking to No, He was pitching hay. He was pitching hay, yeah. Okay, in one scene? Well, yeah. How many he these...
0: scenes do you want? You want me to name three songs that are the no, band no. that
1: I like too? Listen, I'm just <laughs> my, my point... I, I have I have fulfilled your request, good my, sir. My point is these kids are fucking like child labor laws come into effect here because these kids are put to work work he He doesn't do shit like he talks to he helps Salem like you say he's pitching hay in like one scene and then every other scene the kids are like working on whatever and then the other scenes where Kirk is supposed to be working he's just talking to pigs like there's that one scene where he gets his sister to go scoop up like pig shit or something and then he just
2: leaves (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he just goes away. And then she yes, obviously has that like, she's like. Yeah, that she's, that, that she's easily triggered, that is she's incredibly sensitive. And yeah. yeah, and then he's just then then suddenly suddenly surprised that she is having an issue. I mean, like right. the level of neglect he has, you know, he's showing towards, you know, someone that he obviously feel you know, is shown to feel protective of, but then abandons her at any given moment.
1: And. I don't know about you, Nathan, but uh, based on a movie we've covered previously, I was getting some vibes of music with that performance in this
2: movie.
0: Well, I, and that was oh. super duper common
2: back then, or uh, sadly,
0: unless unless it was um, life goes on. Uh, you, r- weren't r- getting, yeah. you weren't getting. You uh, weren't getting someone with a legit mental disability oh. in a movie or TV show Oh no show. no
1: I'm not saying I'm not saying just because the actor didn't actually have it I just mean that the performance was so broad like it, uh, Okay yeah. this is not Dustin I mean, Hoffman it's... this is not Dustin Hoffman trying to be respectable in Rain Man this is like you yikes <laughs> like yeah. this is like sia saying like i don't need to cast a ah, proper actor for this right. she could just uh appropriate uh whatever um but i thought i thought some of the <laughs> it was just a lot of squinting and like stuttering like that was the performance basically
2: yeah well, well um yeah i um yeah I, I wasn't familiar with that actress i looked her up and i found she's um she's um she's married to thomas lennon oh
1: Okay. Okay, well things looked up for her then.
2: Yes. She yes, she got she yeah, he he got her some work on uh on Reno 911 and um and and other Thomas Lennon related things.
1: Do you think when they met she was like, "Let me tell you about a movie I did in 1991."
2: And he's like, <laughs> "I'm in."
1: You had let's, me at hello. Yeah. Can we get Kirk Cameron on Reno 911? Not likely.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that would be amazing. If he oh, just you suddenly know, broke bad and was like, I'm going to I'm going to start doing all the
2: like the most adult oriented stuff I could find. Right. All the oh, adult you, swim programming. Yeah.
1: You know, he would do it in a heartbeat if he knew he could get attention for it and 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 expo- like exposure for being on a, a comedy show like that. He would do it. He wouldn't care. He's uh, such a guy.
0: I, like, I almost I, essentially I scuttled so, his career with almost with growing pains because of the way he was behaving. He had to be talked down, essentially, for that show to continue on.
2: Yeah,
1: I just think he's a big phony now. That's all.
2: <laughs> oh, I mean, he's 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 shown himself to be very hypocritical in his behavior. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, I don't think he would. I he he's he's gone so uh, he's gone so deep into the um into the religious propaganda filmmaking. I don't think he would. He would do anything that would contradict that at this point.
1: So what you're saying is he is going to be in Passion of the Christ 2.
2: Well, you know, I think he, I mean, Ecumenical maybe Googler. he has, maybe, maybe he and Gibson are have each other in speed dial. I don't know.
1: Oh, oh, I'm not joking, Nathan. That movie's coming out next year. That's <laughs> oh a real thing. <laughs> it's called Passion of the Christ 2 Resurrection or something like that.
0: So, so what they've done what? here. Is I'm, they've taken a mad TV sketch and made it a real thing.
1: Sure. It's direct. It, and it's directed once again by Mel Gibson. It's, it's coming oh, out. No.
0: no, sorry. It wasn't a mad TV. It was a Seth MacFarlane thing from a family guy episode.
1: Yeah. Galen is fact checking me right now, but I'm I telling am. you, man. No,
2: I No, no I, one, I am. I don't, I, one, he I don't to see how he I refuse to believe it.
1: this. 1000% that movie <laughs> is coming out. Anyway. <laughs> did you find I, out I, I i'm
2: my internet's slow right now oh you're you're absolutely right J- jesus w- wow exactly jesus wow yep <laughs> jesus wow
1: that was what they were gonna call it passion jesus. of christ 2 jesus wow right
2: right well they yeah. were just
1: gonna they were just gonna cast the sham wow guy and then they were like i think we could just get jim caviezel back what's he doing now hating everyone
2: <laughs> he's perfect for the role oh <laughs> yeah. boy yeah no he's 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 back. Well, I guess I guess things looked up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Starring Captain QAnon, Jim, Jim Caviezel.
2: Oh
1: boy. <laughs> oh, uh, anyway. Speaking of QAnon, this movie. Um yeah. so, <laughs> I, lo- I I love how okay, I want to talk about the soundtrack for a second. Because the soundtrack never stops. It's just like a constant barrage of like the most overwrought music. What I think is really funny though, the best part, is that during the kidnapping scenes, the only thing that's telling you that it, this is not a, a harrowing horror movie is that this goofy ass music is playing in the background so what
0: would you right, rather well, have there... the the non-ceasing soundtrack of this movie
1: or the n- unrelenting guitar noodling of roller gator
2: oh this one without a doubt
1: <laughs> i thought you were going to ask me about stopping my mom will shoot because that's another one that just that's doesn't one, let
2: yeah. up. Right, right 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 with the smooth jazz throughout like the oh dixieland smooth jazz yeah
1: if the guitar noodling was as loud in this movie as it was in roller gator, where it overpowered the dialogue at times, maybe I would take the guitar noodling. Cause I wouldn't have to hear some of the dialogue. <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: yeah, well, there it was, it was moments. It was either like, um, um, it was either like like overwhelming um, uh overscore in the in this movie, or or just uh, or or just absolute silence to the point of like vi- like even like even scant you know scant little fully sound. It just feels like it's yeah. just like shot in a void. You know.
0: <laughs> you remember how last week when we talked about Blown Away, and I'd said that. You know, I, I didn't. I knew everybody's character name because this movie sticks with you. It's not one that just slides out the brain. Cards on the table. I have not even looked at my notes <laughs> while talking about this movie. That's how crazy this movie is and how much it
1: sticks with you. Nathan, it's open to my first page. <laughs> I haven't moved it. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I haven't touched my notebook either. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> because every
2: it's, scene you're like We haven't even talked about Chloris Leachman yet
1: We haven't even gotten to Chloris
2: Leachman but We haven't every gotten scene to Chloris Leachman, like, Leachman. Um, Every uh, scene uh, is like, um,
1: that happened? Did that happen? Or am I dreaming? I was. I had, I had. almost had a panic attack like I did When I was watching Fateful Findings for this podcast And I was like, I don't know how <laughs> we're going to talk about all this I'm just going to keep writing down every single thing that happens
2: <laughs> Um I, I before we move on from the uh, before you forget about the film score, I will say that um, that com- I noticed that composer w- would go on to do the uh, Matrix trilogy. No joke.
0: I guess you can fail upwards. You holy, certainly can.
1: Holy shit. Do you think the Wachowskis were like, we want the little piece of heaven guy?
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, he started out with them. He did bound uh, as well. <laughs> So they were like, that's the guy they, that's the guy they got. He was um, wild, man. Just wild. was oh crazy. Yeah. I think that was, uh, yeah, guys, I think bound was one of his first theatrical films.
1: Um, and the matrix, the matrix known for having a great score. Yes. <laughs> uh, now in all fairness, it is again,
0: an NBC movie of the week. So they probably were like, I right, just get it done. We don't have budget. It,
2: get he it probably done. had about, he probably did it all in about
1: a week. Yeah. Oh, I don't, I, I I mean, probably, but it just, it's just wild to hear stuff like this. Like the guy oh, went I, I from love this that kind of stuff, yeah. to fucking this, you know what I mean? Like,
2: <laughs> I mean, at least it's like, you know, it's, um, it's, it's, at least it's, at least it's like, it's like later down. It's like, okay, so he went on to do something like that. Like, as opposed to like, when you find out that the, um, that the cinematographer of uh, Voyage of the Rock Aliens also did Star Wars.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's 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 a wild reveal too. Um by the way guys, we talked about how Kirk Cameron uh, like they buy into his lies uh, so easily. I was actually surprised in particular that Salem did. I thought he'd be really good at detecting bullshit.
0: Actually, it's funny because later when Well, yeah. yeah. Kirk yeah. Cameron Jesse has Smollett. to be like
1: Yeah, Jesse Smollett.
0: <laughs> when, when Kirk Cameron is like cards on the table, this isn't heaven. You're not really dead. I was halfway expecting him to be go. Yeah, no kidding. I, I've known that <laughs> yeah, for same. a while. I just didn't want to go back to my crack addicted right. mom I yeah, or the out, orphanage. Like, yeah, I fucking knew. Because Kirk Cameron, like, despite the fact that he's putting him to work on this farm, he's letting him shoot birds with a pellet gun. And
1: when, when, when he comes back, when he comes back in with a sack of dead birds. Yeah.
0: And Kirk Cameron is like. Good job, man. I'm proud of you. Like he's he's getting positive reinforcement from this lunatic who kidnapped him and has convinced him he's
1: dead. He's like, you gotta kill these birds because they contaminate the the, the water, or whatever that the pigs eat, and then the pigs yep. will get sick, so we can't have bacon. And so he he's like does like, say the last do, part. How do pigs implied. get sick? It's heaven, right? That too. And why in heaven would you have to shoot birds?
2: So that's <laughs> a that's a fucked and up heaven. It actually so made me that think that, of that uh, the episode yeah, of these, um, are, yeah, where are the souls of those birds going?
0: Well, it made me think <laughs> of that episode heaven. of of
2: American right, there's Ad, a separate bird heaven
0: where they go to heaven and Stan pulls his gun on somebody. Everybody's kind of laughs, ha ha ha. That's an Earth gun. It's not going to hurt anybody. And then he grabs a gun from a bailiff in the courtroom of heaven. And he's like, points like, oh no, that's a that's a heaven gun that'll kill everybody here. And there's a guy's like, why do we have those? Yeah, why would you have guns <laughs> in heaven? It makes no sense. It, and then it, he's like, I, I don't want to be one of those guys, but I'm seriously asking, why do we have those? This is heaven.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it, it's just it's just such a funny cut because he's like, okay, you got to take out these birds with this pellet gun, and then you know he cut Salem was like, well, okay, cut to a huge sack of dead birds. And why is he giving it to him? Like, here's all the birds. Like, throw it in the garbage, kid. We don't
2: keep oh, them. Gonna throw
1: them in the Right. Well,
2: yeah, it's like well, it's it's like a it's like a cat bringing in a dead mouse from outside. Like, look what I did. <laughs> Just like that. I my favorite thing is when someone comes over,
1: someone stops at the house, and one of the kids is like, "Oh, is that God?" Yeah, and then when they when they pray, our father, who might be at the farm next door to
0: us, or maybe in town, we don't know.
2: Yeah, somewhere, somewhere <laughs> around. Yeah, right next door, nearby. Oh,
1: okay. Okay, guys. N- n- you guys both brought her up. We need to talk about the fact that there is an Academy Award winner in this movie. Glorious mother
0: fucking Leachman, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I, the, I am, you know. The, I am yeah, there I mean, for I her think, every day. Um,
2: Day of the week. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think this is like on par with her performance in Last Picture Show. Oh, yeah, it's right up there. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. And I get, you know, because, um, you know, Timothy Bottoms and, uh, you know, Kirk Cameron kind of real neck and neck.
1: <laughs> yep. Yep. Same, uh, same, same uh, skills for sure. Exactly. She gets some of the craziest dialogue to say. And that's saying oh, something for this yeah. movie. But she, she drops a lot of hard R's. And she also, yeah, right. she's like hushed oh, well, about it.
2: Yeah, she's hushed about it. Jesse Smollett, on the other I'm hand, is just
0: throwing him out there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, just she has a, she says it a couple times and then she says, we used to say, and then she right. says the word. And
2: <laughs> well, then, but so, but you're still saying it.
1: Yeah, that, that's what I mean. Like, you're still getting
2: the character to say <laughs> yeah, it. You're, you're, yeah. Um, we don't say that anymore. But I do, apparently. But I'm using it, in, uh, I'm I'm letting you know that we used to say it. It's like, we right. don't. Now, it's like, yeah. it's a, <laughs> Cause it won't. because no one will know what the R word means. I just have to say, just so everyone's clear what the word is. Yeah. You know? Did you
1: guys hear that? You guys in the back, you want me to say that again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no, and the other one, the other thing that I thought was crazy was when she, um, this girl comes up to her and says, this guy says this this that kid over there says I'll never get married which apparently is like the worst insult a Christian child can receive. And uh she says she yeah, says the next time not. he said the next time he says that and then she gives him like she gives her like some like violent threat to say to the child. You're going to
0: rip his head off yeah. and spit down his neck.
1: I'm like yeah.
0: you work with children. I love Cloris Leachman for that. <laughs> that
1: is no that is awful. She off- uh, you, I think you've mispronounced the word awesome, my good sir. I love Cloris Leachman. <laughs> I'm saying that that dialogue is in, is absolutely no, you know, insane. She
2: has, some, she has some insane things to, to spit out here.
1: Like, maybe if she had been, like, the woman coming to uh, the, the devil. Oh, wouldn't that have been a great twist if Cloris Leachman was the devil the whole time? <laughs> oh, wow. It's
2: the sort of thing that you would see in an NBC movie of the week. Oh. Or if he can, uh, yeah. Or if he convinces the... It, the the kids that she's Satan and they kill her. Oh, also wow. no no you, you could have been you could have had Jesse the FBI Smollett agent comes in, comes in dragging her corpse. Could, the FBI in a bag. agent
0: could have been the devil because his name the FBI's agent in this who's like trying to find Salem Jesse Smollett. His name is Agent Jack
1: Daniels. Oh I know I Well yeah I and his so-
2: parents were alcoholics.
1: I laughed so hard when they said his name, and I was expect. And, and she was like, "Oh, that's a that's a." F- uh, they make a comment about his name, but like not the comment that it's an alcohol. <laughs> and I'm like, "Wait,
2: wait, am I the am I the only one that notices this?" <laughs> um, I will also point out just the writer so was, we're, just so we're accurate here, guys. Um, I just want to say in, real quick um,
1: the writer yeah. the writer was doing some late night rewrites, and he just like wrote what he was drinking.
2: <laughs> right. Well, to that point, his uh, his actually his name. Is credited on IMDb as Agent Mister Jack Daniels. Agent Mister? Yep. A- so his first Agent name is Mister Jack
1: Daniels. His first name is Mister. His middle <laughs> name is Jack, and his last name <laughs> middle is Daniels. Middle name
2: Jack, last name Daniels.
1: Oh man, that could be an Abbott and Costello a bit. What's your name, Mister Daniels? No, what's your first name, Mister? No, what is it though, Mister Daniels? <laughs> Double. What's your first name? <laughs> Agent Mister Jack Daniels. That makes me
2: laugh. Agent Mr. Jack Daniels. <laughs> yep, Agent Mr. Jack Daniels. Wow.
1: So the writer doesn't even know how names work. Okay, cool.
2: R- right. Well, yeah, there's a lot of those kind of things. That, well, I, yeah, I don't know if that was, if that was, um, if that yeah, was listed in Yeah, I mean, the, the
0: writer might know how it works. It's just yeah. the guy doing the credits didn't know how names work. Exactly,
1: Yeah. So, um, you, you know, I, you know, you mentioned earlier the the dark twist where it, the dark possible twist where, you know, Cloris Leachman gets murdered because Kirk Cameron convinces them that she's Satan. But he does. Doesn't he at one point say that her and the FBI agent are bad dev, are bad angels or, the, or the, the, uh, the
0: FBI agents a bad angel?
1: I thought yes. he said that about both of them when they come over.
0: Yeah, he might have. I just know that he was definitely trying to trying to duck the popo.
1: I'm just saying, Salem knows where the pellet gun is. <laughs> he does. So, but oh, I'm, I, I,
0: I, 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 it wouldn't happen because, I mean, I mean, only a Chlorus Leachman can kill a Chloris Leachman. Oh, wow. Okay. I wow. didn't know there were specific rules for that. Just, I just let you know. Oh, with so a, is a, that? Yeah.
2: With a, with the with a Chlorus Leachman gun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's an R I P D situation here. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it really, really is. Oh boy.
1: <laughs> Galen Galen Howard's favorite film. Have you, um, you
2: guys have done that yet? Right. We
1: haven't the done movie, we
2: haven't done the
0: sequel yet.
1: The oh, movie God. that uh, <laughs> the movie that wishes it was men in black. <laughs> uh, so okay. The neighbor. I,
2: I wish I, I wish this movie was men in black.
1: <laughs> With Kirk Cameron? Yes. Kirk Cameron and Jesse Smollett in Men in Black. <laughs> why
2: not?
1: Yeah. The aliens yeah, are just and, and yeah. Are just, uh, and uh, Chorus
2: Leachman is Torn. Yeah.
1: <laughs> sure. Let's do it. Yeah. I'd
2: I, d- I'd watch that. And, and
1: and make no attempt to explain why Jesse Smollett is one of the agents as like a little kid. Just just it play works. it out. No, no, that, that would
2: actually I'd be on board for that. Yeah.
1: We drive it, 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 like this. this scene where he says, "Like, how come I never get to drive?" You'd be like, "Well, because you're a kid. Right. You can't <laughs> yeah. reach the pedals. You can't reach the pedals." In this movie, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, okay. So anyway, the neighbor, I can't get over this reveal that she, she's played by his wife. And the whole thing with writing out that earlier character, that's wow. That's something I didn't even know. I mean, it
2: seems it, it it feels like that's what happened. happened. It feels like that's exactly what happened that, that, that character got written out halfway through filming. And they were like, well, my, my wife's just hanging out on set, like a, you know, like a good set wife, let's put her to work.
1: He also, like, leave at one point, Kirk Cameron leaves because he – I guess he just wants to go get his dick wet. And he leaves his sister to be the babysitter. Like, come on, dude. Yeah, like – Really? Oh. Like, like, yeah, like, but it's like okay she... because the phone is hidden in the basement. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> it's it totally... Yeah, we're good then. Ugh, but it's not it's like...
0: because that's the exact time that Cloris Leachman and Agent Mr. Jack Daniels will
1: show up. Yes, yeah, Agent Mister Jack Daniels. And Violet, I can't believe we haven't said her name yet. But Violet, the sister, is like she. We we've witnessed her having like a real struggle just in in daily life. We saw Correct. her having a complete episode. And he's yeah. like, Yeah, I'm just gonna leave you here to watch two kids. Oh, and if these people come looking for me because there's an FBI like nationwide manhunt, just hold them off, right? Just just you know, you you got this. <laughs> it's just it's crazy. Everything about this movie, like I explained parts of this to Mariah and I said, if anyone else was telling you this right now, but about a movie, would you even believe them? And she said, no, (laughs) like it doesn't sound real. It sounds like like a sketch. It sounds like something making fun of like, man, wouldn't it be crazy if there was like a kidnapping? But it was like fun for families.
2: Right. No, I mean, this. Yeah, this feels like a like a. Like a too many cooks, like sketch that then that, that, that you know then then is like interrupted by by seven other by seven other plot lines, it's <laughs> which it kind of is already. I mean, it feels like this is like seven movies in a blender.
0: I'm watching, I'm watching this, <laughs> and you guys are talking about alone. it. And I just PVR'd, um, the what was it, uh, Nate Prigazzi was on Saturday Night Live, yes, a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, and uh there was a sketch where they were making fun of Hallmark movies and it was like a Hallmark Halloween movie. He's like a, a serial killer with like a Leatherface type who reconnects with this, this girl who moves back to their hometown. And then they're doing all of the, the tropes of like Hallmark movies for mm-hmm. this. And this feels like they were like, let's do that. But seriously,
1: yeah, yeah, let's do it, but without any of the satire. We're just gonna do yeah. it as straightforward as possible, and yeah. throw some more Jesus in there. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, you gotta get, you gotta have the
1: Jesus. Hey, hey, Galen, hey, Galen, we need more Jesus in here. <laughs>
2: throw me some Jesus. Uh, uh, uh. Hey, y'all want some Jesus? Get some Jesus some over some here. Get some Jesus up in this Oh, uh, 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 yeah. We'll get, oh, get, get out the Jesus T-shirt gun. We need Jesus at table 15 and table 12. Uh, Yeah, well, Jesus is everywhere, so don't worry.
1: He's a friend of mine. I have a friend of Jesus. You guys have seen that video, right? The band that sings Jesus is a friend of mine? No. Oh, you need to find it at some point. It's delightful. Um. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway, Sounds so when sad. yeah when he does that, that's that's when like you said, Cloris Leachman and, and Agent Mister Jack Daniels show up. Yep. I can't get over that name, that credit. Holy shit! Um, but luckily, you know, it doesn't break down. But we do finally get to my favorite part of the entire movie is the drama with uh, Kirk Cameron's real mother. So we so oh, we find out those- this
0: just so everyone knows at this point they have gone on the lamb. They have taken yeah. his dead dad's oh, camper yeah. and gone, gone on the lam, run out of gas, and are holed up in some like roadside
1: no tell motel with kidnapped mm-hmm. children. Right. So and they find yeah, <laughs> and their dog yeah, it's not named Boomer though. This no. uh, not like last week. Um, so they find a letter that uh, Kirk's. Kirk Cameron's like a real mother wrote, and I, I'm just gonna like paraphrase a bit. But the last line is my favorite. So they're reading it like a, she's reading it, like the neighbors reading it, and of course Kirk Cameron's like the super fake. Like between takes, he squeezed that little tears ball in his eyes. Oh my god, it's so bad. But he's like, she's like, um, you know, he's like, uh, you know, I had you, and uh, your blind. your father. Don't don't let me get to it. The letter says, "You know, your father was gonna help me raise you, but then his parents said that he couldn't because I'm 13 and blind." (laughs) And I died.
2: Oh my god! I I (laughs) fell
1: out of my chair. Like I was just
2: um, like, yeah. I was I was watching that while while preparing lunch in the kitchen, and I almost set the kitchen on fire. (laughs) (laughs) I laughed. I
1: a lot of times when I'm watching these movies by myself. Uh, not a lot of times I laugh like really loud out loud, but that was that was a, a huge out loud laugh because I wasn't expecting it. And I think I might have scared Mariah while she was sleeping. <laughs> but yeah. I, I was I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Just It sounds like such an afterthought. They're like, I was 13. I'm I'm 13. Like, wait, give her something else. Give her what? something else.
2: And blind and blind. And, also... then the,
1: and then the best part, the last line of the letter is she's like, I had to give you up and giving you up was a lot harder than being blind. Well, you yeah, also, well, and, well and then she said,
2: the like, part. I'm, I, I yeah, i I wanted him. Yeah, yeah, well, and then she, well, and then she said, like, I'm glad I was blind because then I couldn't see you and fall in love with you. This is a real
1: movie. <laughs> we watched this movie. This is a film that went
2: on television for people to watch. We didn't. We we didn't die and go to heaven and be and and watch this movie we in the afterlife.
1: <laughs> yeah, we didn't go
2: to a big farm. We didn't go to a big big pig farm in the sky. Big pig farm. Big pig farm in the sky.
1: Hashtag big pig farm. You guys, come on, let's let's get it trending. There you go. Oh, oh my god. Wow. So, Nathan, I know I know you were mentioning before we started recording. You're really excited about this courtroom scene, right?
0: Yeah, because all right. So let's Actually, just run down them in the
1: if, in the
0: real world what has happened here. He has kidnapped a child from uh you know from the orphanage. Yeah. Okay, so that's Copy. I mean that's and drug them. custodial interference at the very least and drug them because. He is there, like the like Cloris Leachman's home for wayward children is supposed to be looking after him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has also done it again with Lacey Chabert's, and the, her her parents are actually alive and able to press charges. Check. Okay. Because remember, Salem's mom and dad, dad's not there, mom's in prison
2: because she got addicted to all that crack business. Mm-hmm. As Cloris that Leachman said, that crack business, you know. Right. The cr- are you in the crack business? Uh, I'm get. I'm. I'm working on getting out. You know. Okay. Oh, that's that's. Good. So, I'm glad for you. Okay. Yeah. So he's committed. He's committed two kidnappings. Now
0: I don't know if that no-tell Motel was across state lines. If it were, I mean, that's a whole other federal crime as well. Does this end in like an actual full-on courtroom setting with lawyers and a bailiff and a stenographer? And it, no. It ends up in a judge's like chambers, and Mm. the judge is like overwrought because he's like, "You're gonna go to jail for this because you committed kidnapping." And then the kids were like, "But he was so nice, and he was good to us." And and Violet speaks up. It's like, "And it it was because I asked, and we didn't want Christmas to be bad." And the judge is like, "Oh, my heart melts. You're not gonna go to prison. You you have to open a, a,
2: a home for wayward children and run it for." The next year. Well, I, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah, and, and which which is obviously going to take hundreds of thousands of government funding that we're just going to siphon into this immediately.
1: Can you imagine if on the news they were talking about this huge, like, kidnapping case? Like, this mm-hmm. guy went to a fucking orphanage, children's home, whatever, and kidnapped two children, or kidnapped one child and then possibly another. They caught the guy. Throgged as well. Yeah. Yeah, he drugged, drugged Salem, so that's also an assault charge. And then, yes. and then, and then, you hear on the news when they catch him, just days later. Oh, by the way, there's <laughs> now he's going to open up a children's home. You would be well, like, what the fuck is going on? Well, the, the I would biggest uh, well, kicker I'll is you, this.
2: I'll tell you, Brendan. I would be watching if I were if I were shown the courtroom footage. I'd be like, well, he is clearly that kid's homeboy he's a proper he's a proper home he's a proper homeboy home yeah, yeah, got
0: the the real kicker of all of this is that the target demographic for this movie would be right-wing conservative Republican Christians oh, the people who are supposed to be notorious for wanting to be hard on crime mm-hmm. and they just here you kidnapped a kid you kidnapped another kid who you drugged just here's some government money Open up a house and look after more kids.
1: Child the,
2: there,
1: trafficking well, is literally the only at the very thing, least. Child trafficking is literally the only thing they talk about. Yeah, like yeah. Re, hard, hard right wing Republicans, yes.
2: and this movie is like. But what if he was doing it for good reasons? Do 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 Well, and then there is, then uh, on top of all that, what, what one of the the lines that um in uh, Jesse Smollett's defense that really turned in judge judge is uh, and, real yeah, where he says to him, you know, it, has, has anyone ever been so nice to you no matter what you did or said? It yeah. You know, basically, the basically heart. saying like, I has,
0: hear they say the judge's heart grew three sizes that day.
2: <laughs> exactly. By the way, <laughs> it's, if this is, well, yeah. Well, he's basically saying like, you know, like you should, you know, has has anyone ever ever like never held held you accountable for any of your behavior or actions <laughs> oh that sounds great to me as a judge I condone that by the way if this,
1: if this had been any other movie by the way when they were out there surrendering to the cops I wrote in my notes there's gonna there would be a, mo- a slow-mo moment of like Kirk Cameron getting shot up by the cops like
0: <laughs> I was I had fingers crossed I'm not gonna lie <laughs> Can you imagine if that happened Tale in of bullets movie? just...
1: <laughs> bo- 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 it, it wouldn't have been the craziest thing that happened in this movie. That should tell you, all of you listening how fucked up yeah. this movie is. Oh my god. Um, I will say that I didn't... Reading the premise of this movie, I'm like, maybe it's not as crazy as it sounds on paper. It's crazier. Like, it's... it's, oh, it's insane. It's nutty. Uh, I... So many times I see a premise and I, and I watch the movie and I'm like, oh, that's kind of let down. It's crazy, but it's not like as insane as I thought it was going to be. This lived up to it, what it promised. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> only thing that let me down about this movie was when I found out it was a
0: movie of the week and I was going to watch it on YouTube, I was really hoping that it was going to be a VHS rip with all the you know commercials intact so I could watch all the commercial breaks from 1991.
1: Well, you would have gotten some. You would have gotten some joy out of those clever kids ads. I'll tell you at the beginning. <laughs> it's a whole series, guys. Clever kids. Uh, yeah. Um, um. Yeah. So I, my, my, just my last note. My last question that I have here is, who decided this movie was okay for anyone? <laughs> uh, Brandon Tartikoff. <laughs> Brandon Tartikoff was like, "This is my worst decision. I'm resigning. <laughs> I'll come back and do Seinfeld."
2: <laughs> well um well I will um I I, it, I think it is worth noting that uh, you know talking about you know the you know, the people from this movie that have you know that were able to you know uh re, you know um revitalize their careers um this is an this was an early TV movie from uh the director uh, Mimi Letter who would go yes. on to, who would go on to do uh, pay it forward and um, Deep impact deep impact. Um, the, uh, what was that? That one, um, that one, George Clooney movie. I think that was uh, her first the, film. The, Pe- the peacemaker. peacemaker. The peacemaker. Yeah. And yeah, and most recently she did that movie um, that, that, that biopic on Ruth Bader Ginsburg
1: on the basis of sex.
2: Yeah. Yes. Why? She also
1: did a movie with Morgan Freeman and Antonio Banderas called thickest
2: thieves. Yes. Mimi Letter, um, and maybe, a uh, little piece of heaven. <laughs> yeah. Also, <laughs> side note on Mimi Letter. I was when I was looking her up, I saw that her um, her main publicist is BB Lerner.
1: Wow.
2: And I just um, I just I thinking of those phone calls made me smile. Mimi BB. This, uh, this is BB Lerner for Mimi Letter. Mimi <laughs> <B>. Letter <laughs> for BB Lerner, please. Letter for Lerner. Mimi for BB. Yeah, this is Mimi calling BB. Hi, Beebe, it's Mimi. Mimi, <laughs> BB. Letter learner, learner letter. This oh, is wow. a learner letter for for this is a this is a letter for a letter for 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 letter from learner.
1: I would like you to write this movie. The strike is over, Galen. Let's do this. <laughs> Let's, can we you get somehow the get Uma and Oprah involved? So exactly.
2: Oh. I was like, this this is a this is a David Letterman Oscars bit. <laughs> Why did
0: she get so pissed off at him about that by the way? It's like the most ridiculous thing to be mad about. Was she upset oprah. about that? Oprah apparently was very upset about that Uma, oprah oprah
1: uma Uma, this oprah she was upset thing about of the that that's it's, why that's
2: you're gonna get a you're gonna get upset about that. She's got like two hundred trillion dollars. Why is she upset yes. about that? I and, don't know now yeah I mean now if like if he was like calling her out for like uh you know giving careers to people like John of God, you know, maybe.
0: Well, I remember when I think it was movie was, she was in with Terrence Howard. Oh, or they were um, like, they were
1: like love interests or something like that. Oh, hold on. Are you talking about how she was, in, cause she was in the Butler. Yeah. that movie? With yes, Thor, that's it. Horace Whitaker. Be- yeah. But, but Terrence Howard was in it. Huh. Okay. I don't think, Be- I
0: thought he was. There's a movie mm. where where Oprah and Terrence Howard are like love interests, and um, he was on Letterman. This
1: is before before Letterman oh, was yeah, over. yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they are both in The Butler.
0: Okay. And he's like, "What did you like most about working with Oprah with me?" And he said, "Them tiggle bitties." And what? <laughs> everybody what? laughed about it. Thought it was great. Later on. Uh, Oprah was not on Letterman She was on like another late night show And they asked her what would you think about You know Terrence Howard saying that About you on Letterman she goes well I do have some pretty big chesticles And I was like this is the most insane Thing that has ever happened She did not Who use, did the, I know, she did not use the word
1: chesticles No hold on hold on guys I just found the quote She, do, she doesn't She does say chesticles but maybe even better guys breastises. She says well breastises. I do have big breastices
0: Yes breastices
2: that was it <laughs> Oh Ter- Terrence... I, I, I think I have I think we all have died I think Hold we on, all
1: Terrence, Howard, died. Terrence Howard also said What me and Oprah shared, we looked into each other's eyes And I saw the little girl in her He's talking about when they're shooting their love scene
2: <sighs>
1: Yeah <laughs> Well, okay
2: <sighs>
0: Must have yeah. been a
1: scene where she cheated on Forrest Whitaker Or something, because I thought she played Forrest Whitaker's husband oh, Maybe not, God. or Forrest Whitaker's wife Yes, uh, that's I, it
0: Because they, they end up together And that's, that's the, yeah
1: Oh, maybe she's with Terrence re- Howard first? I don't remember. Brestesses,
2: man. Oh, my God. It was I don't know there. what's up and down anymore. I just... It's yeah. Oprah's... Is... It's Ugh. Oprah's
1: Brecises of the Month Club. <laughs>
2: uh... You get Brestesses,
0: and you get Brestesses, oh, and you get Brestesses. Look under your you seat. There. You're all going home with Brestesses. <laughs>
1: Okay, guys, we're not even talking about the movie anymore. We're done. A little piece of heaven. Yeah, I we're think done. we're yeah. We, we talked about <laughs> it. Great. <laughs> we're at the end now. Um. Okay. Oh. So, guys, we're gonna go around the horn as we always do. Galen, Mr. Howard, Mr. Galen Howard.
2: Yeah, ah. yeah Mr. Actor Galen Howard. Mr. Mr. Disney Plus Galen actor, Howard. Actor Mr. Galen Howard. Yeah. Yes.
1: Is this movie worth a watch? A drunk watch with friends? Would you attempt head trauma to forget it, or would you avoid it like the plague?
2: Boy. Um. I mean, I th- I mean, anyone listening to this description has has got to have their curiosity piqued. I would say, you know, yeah. I mean, watch as much as you can can tolerate, and yeah, and then just get out a blunt object and you know do do your do your thing. Because yeah, I think this is worth this is worth witnessing on some level. Because again, like I don't know, yeah. You know, because again. Hearing us talk about it, I think you're going to be like, you're not going to believe that this is a real movie that um, so at least get so far as to be like, OK, they did not make this up in a fever dream and then, yeah, wipe bit. it out of your wipe it out of your consciousness.
1: Well, OK, that's a, a, a unique uh,
2: rating. <laughs> um, I'm, just, I'm breaking it down. But yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, I, I would say I, I would. Yeah, I would. Uh, I, I would say, yeah, head trauma. In some okay. whatever, however you however you traumatize your head, you know, do that. Um, the one on your shoulders, right? Yep. 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 Okay.
1: Nathan, uh, yeah, don't jerk off to this movie. It's very difficult. Nathan, what uh, yeah, you? Wait, say, not, not impossible. I'm, I
2: no, 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 no Leachman
0: is in it. So. That's right.
1: You're right. Nathan, what say you, sir? Uh,
0: I will say, on a Breenian level, this movie is. I'm gonna say it's worth a watch. <laughs> On a Breenian level, okay? If we're just approaching it as a movie and you you don't know kind of what you're... Maybe a you drunk watch Friends, but if you appreciate movies that are so stellarly going for it, failing at every turn, but still leaning into it as hard as they possibly can, this movie is worth a watch.
1: <laughs> um. Okay, well, I'm going to say... I'm I'm going to go full tilt drunk watch because this um this was wow that you don't even you don't even really need to be drunk like we said last week like I wasn't gonna even I was I went full worth of watch last week because I was like you don't need to be drunk to really enjoy this crazy movie. This one I think it would help, but if you watched it and you weren't drunk you'd still be like what the fuck is happening? (laughs) You feel like you're high. You feel like you're drunk. You feel like you're, like, like we said, we think we all died. Like, I'm pretty sure we're dead and we're just, I don't know what's happening. We're just reliving, we're in purgatory right now. So, <laughs> just recording this podcast. Yeah. I don't even think this is recording right now. Who knows? Maybe this is just for us.
2: <laughs> I guess it's, it's hard for trauma. me to, um, it's, it's hard for me to full on the, uh, like, support this movie because obviously there are some, the, the, the 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 message and implications of this movie are
1: awful oh oh yeah, it's it's completely troubling i'm not saying that you should show this to children but (laughs) but if you want to see a wackadoo christian movie you can't do much better than this one
2: i will yeah yeah and the religious stuff wasn't even the craziest part (laughs) yeah. It's <laughs> literal No, I mean happen. like yeah, the yeah, like j- just the premise itself. I oh. mean, cuz I remember when you you pitched this and just like pitched the premise and it was like, "Oh yeah, this is this is bonkers." And but then yeah, but that that premise doesn't even do it justice.
1: Yeah okay well we gotta we gotta take a breath we have to uh, take a break gonna play boy. some ads I don't know who's got the who's got the nerve to advertise on this episode but you're out there I'm sure um and uh, we'll be right back
2: what were they thinking?
0: and we're
1: back yes yes we are Nathan, it's uh, it's time for the low haiku on the mm-hmm. on the program. Uh, why don't you uh, why don't you explain to the people and this may be their first episode. If so, you picked a doozy. Um, absolutely, absolutely. Explain to the folks uh, what the low haiku is all about.
0: Well, uh, on the off chance this is your first time listening to the low haiku, and you're just listening to our episode in general. Uh, the low haiku is 17 perfect syllables. Describe the movie we've just been talking about, I mean, forever, which is the only way you can talk about this movie. This
1: is this is a seven-part episode um, with seven separate haikus. Uh, Galen, uh, as our guest, would you like to start us off with your low haiku?
2: Yes. Yes, I would. Okay. Gaslighting. Kidnapped children. Deafening film score. Chloris. have i died
1: very good very very good very good uh nathan would you like to continue with your low haiku i would i would be absolutely honored to <clears throat> kidnapping children
0: just because you are lonely get a cat or a dog Worst part is they mm-hmm. actually had a
1: dog. a dog. Yeah, come on. Greedy. Mm, be- that's the that's the only real crime is greed in this movie. Yeah. Um, okay, I will uh, end this with my hello haiku. <clears throat> Racist, ableist, kidnapping, lying, drugging, Christian filmmaking. Oh. Mm. Let's see you what you go. did there. Yeah, 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 yeah! Wow! Yeah, yeah. mm, Yep. get you for a minute. There you go. <laughs> Galen gets it. It's all the wrestling. Um, we did it, guys. We did. We did. We we talked about we talked about our <laughs> our we did our poetry corner. But you know what? It ain't over. It ain't over till the fat lady sings. And you better not let Mother Superior hear you call her that because she's lurking somewhere still, I think. Yeah, uh, well, and she's
2: she's on and and her keto diet has shown results. So let's credit where credit is due.
1: Yeah, she's doing well. She's doing well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, uh, you know, I mean, you shouldn't. Listen to us because you should just watch this thing. But but we do have a, a, a contractually mandated thing that we, we say at this point. And, and Nathan, what is that thing that we say? Well, that uh, contractually mandated thing
0: that we say is... Don't take a word for us!
1: That's right. That's what we say. We say, don't take our word for it. And in this case, you really shouldn't. Just watch this. We're not lying. We're not making it up. <laughs> um, but Nathan, Rotten Tomatoes, did a critic see this movie? Not a single... Well, I'm sure they might have, like,
0: seen... They didn't put pen to paper, though. Oh, there's okay. not a single critic's rating, The big old double dash. And it's not even a situation where we've had, like, it's a big old double dash. But there's still, like, two or three. There's not a single like you know journalistic critic that wrote about this movie that I that uh, Rotten Tomatoes collected the, which is a real shame for
1: yeah. Real shame, yeah. But yeah. but I would love to hear Roger Ebert's take. Um, <laughs> but did um, but but did all the church groups go on Rotten Tomatoes and five star the shit out of this or what?
0: You you know what? This seems like the kind of movie that they would do that sort of thing for. And even if they did try to muster it up, they just couldn't get it done because mm. fifty plus ratings uh, only garnered twenty nine percent approval. Man, man. But man, man, man. I mean, if you like this. Mm. Uh, you might enjoy a, a slew of other movies that not a single critic saw mm-hmm. and and the audience thought were all rotten, including Sunday Lunch.
1: Okay. The, f-
0: the Forest. Wait, what? what? Yep, yeah, a movie not called that The one, Forest. Though. No, it's just a movie called The Forest. Okay, okay. What You Don't See, Megalodon, Killer from the Deep, and finally... <gasps> A movie that should have starred Cloris Leachman, Killer Grandma.
1: <laughs> Those are some wild recommendations.
0: If you like a little piece of heaven, Giant Shark and Killer Grandma, tune in.
1: <laughs> Wait, did anybody did, were we supposed to watch the director's cut? <laughs> Was there a Giant Shark? Did Cloris <laughs> Leachman Clark, murder Kurt Cameron at the end of the movie?
2: Rampage. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, well, folks, well, this
2: is well. Well, that's a that's a that's a good that's an interesting point because uh because according to um according to IMDb um they um uh, the 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 running time of this movie is uh what is, the there is a running time of this movie somewhere that's 110 minutes.
1: I think that's a mistake. I think that's that's got to be typo. a mistake. No, that's got to be the hour, same person who said Mr. And Agent 36. Jack Daniels. Yeah, it's 96 minutes. I'm just saying. I think whoever wrote 110 is uh, is is ill-informed.
0: <laughs> Maybe they were
1: including like all those trailers. All the commercial that, breaks. Yeah. At no, the first... it's no, it's 96 with those commercials. <laughs> So it's really like ninety. Yeah, those, I mean, those maybe they are... saw it on
2: television and we're like, oh, it's hundred and ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah,
1: because those commercials are real long. I gotta tell you the funniest thing. We're gonna jump around to uh, different sites here because there's almost nothing on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, yeah. I gotta tell you the funniest thing on Letterboxd, When you like a movie or when you say like you can, you could, you could be like a fan of a movie. You can uh, do that. Um, it's funny when you click on fans for this movie. It's <laughs> no one is a fan of this film. <laughs> just love that it's worded like that no one uh, yeah no one anyway we don't have we don't <laughs> right have, yeah just. We, we don't have critics reviews um so I, i'll just i'll start us off um uh, with something i can uh i can uh dig up on letterbox here um this uh this review is from dustin schultz uh and uh this is how it's spelled out so he has one letter on each line W H A T T H E F U CK. Arguably more deranged than a Serbian film, two and a half stars. <laughs> okay. Uh well my first
0: one is from the Tomatoes and it's from reviewer Tim R, and I can only assume that's Tim Roth. <laughs> and he and he writes This one is even more batshit insane than saving Christmas. One of the stars.
1: Wow, thank you, Tim Roth. You're welcome. Lied oh. to me. Oh, I didn't know he was there.
2: <laughs> all right, here's uh, let's see. Yeah, again, I'm jumping. I'm I too. am jumping all around. Um, jump. Let's see. Jump. Jump, jump, jump around. Uh, this is from IMDb. Um, uh, this is uh from uh, Birdie Gross Two, who gives it um eight out of stars. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and um, and uh, he or she says uh, Birdie Gross Two says um. Knowing you are part of a family is, all in caps, special. This film was very well done. When you put yourself in in place of the characters, you become a part of their family. It is important to have faith in the members of your family and to love and support them. Remember the, quote, golden rule, unquote, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Everyone needs to feel loved and wanted. This film is a very good example of that.
1: <laughs> uh, okay they I'm were convinced for, I forgot about too that too was uh yeah I,
2: it was uh uh um it, it was uh, was completely patty hearsted by this movie.
0: I, I forgot about that when, when Kirk Cameron tried to you know instruct Jesse Smollett on the golden rule in this movie. Because <laughs> the way he talked about Violet.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, drops an R a few times. Um, okay, uh-huh. I'm going gra- to grab one on uh, Amazon here. Um, this is from Aaron B. 1611 and the review is titled Sweet Story. I found this movie on Amazon and was thrilled. My parents recorded it for me when I was a kid from TV. It's word. <laughs> Order of words is weird there. My parents recorded it for me when I was a kid from TV, and my siblings and I grew up watching it. The end made me cry even as a kid, and I think it had a lot to do with influencing me to work with kids in rough neighborhoods, I highly recommend it. Five stars. <laughs> wait, wait. I hope with working with kids in rough neighborhoods he's not just kidnapping them from their homes. Yeah,
0: right? Drugging them <laughs> and you know yeah. convincing their dead to work on his pig farm.
1: Yeah, yikes.
0: Signed, our Picton. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> um, okay, my next one I. I and grab another one from the tomatoes.
1: My, that's this, by the way, by the way, the uh Salem is Mike Johnson's uh black kid. Um
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, figured it it's, out it's mystery it's over. From, it's from Anonymous, so it's Neil Breen, and mm. he had some feelings. Uh, he writes, Okay, this movie just screams cheesy. Dot dot. But Kirk Cameron is so cute. I started out laughing at the movie and by the end I was crying. I would recommend it. I will it, it sorry, it will leave you feeling all warm and fuzzy inside. Four
1: out of stars. Oh absolutely wonderful. Wonderful. Neil's a sucker
0: for a made for TV movie starring Kirk Cameron and Cloris Leachman.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um there's a uh, well the, um the next uh, the, i found a review from um uh, n- um from john black on uh, on amazon and officer
1: mr john black
2: officer agent uh reporter mr john black um okay. and um and um uh, he says uh, that his title is a uh, light humorous drama, a bit simplistic with an unrealistic but happy ending. He gives it four out of five stars. Um, and, he's, and um, uh, basically he likes it. but the part I'll, I'll, um, but, the, but the part he ends with is um, if you have seen and liked the Benneker gang starring Andrew McCarthy, you will probably also like this movie. Or if you watch this movie and like it, you will probably also like the Benneker gang. The motives are different, but they have very similar plots and require similar suspensions of reality. I considered the Benneker gang to be the better of the two.
1: All oh, right, stop jerking off to the Benneker gang, <laughs> right? You're
2: talking about a little piece of heaven, man. Jesus. I, g- I guess we got we got to watch the Benneker gang next, guys. I mean, Andrew McCarthy,
1: yeah, fucking yeah. Uh, invasion of the body snatchers. Let's do it.
2: Yeah, yeah, from uh, um, from uh, from, um, from multi episode director of the office office, uh, Ken Quapis.
1: Wait, am I confusing Andrew McCarthy is the one from Mannequin, right? Yes. Oh yes. never mind. Okay. I was thinking of someone totally different when I said oh, invasion boy. of the body Snatchers You're thinking of James Spader? No, no. You're I'm thinking, thinking about, of
2: you're thinking of Kevin McCarthy. That's the one. Oh my that's God. the one. <laughs> speaker
1: of the House? No, actor. Of the isn't, House? That,
2: isn't that the actor's name?
1: I know it's also speaking... No, it is Kevin McCarthy. That's Kim his McCarthy, name. Yes. McCarthy, yeah, from
2: from uh yes from Invasion of the Body Snatchers.
1: 1956, <laughs> so not Andrew McCarthy. Okay, got no, it. no, 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 very different. It. No, no, yes, yeah, yeah,
2: okay. um, it's
1: yeah, Brad
2: Packer, Andrew McCarthy, not okay, yeah, not Brad okay. Packer, Kevin McCarthy. All right. <laughs>
1: Speaker of the House and Brat Pack member Kevin McCarthy. Okay, exactly this is my right. last uh, this is going to be my last review here. Um, right. Also pulling this from Amazon it's from A. Swanson and the title of this review is I bought this for my girlfriend's grandmother.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy.
1: The review reads as such. She's a sweet little old lady. The movie I have yet to watch but the idea. <laughs> but the the idea of kidnapping anyone is disturbing to me i guess it might be an okay movie but for my purposes i am glad that it was available for sale so i could make an old lady's day five stars oh poor grandma
2: this is a cry okay. for help. This this crazy woman and her granddaughter have have held me hostage for three months. Please <laughs> notify the authorities. <laughs>
1: There's a man in the house, too. I think his name is Burke, might be Kirk. <laughs> All right, well, my
0: last one has to come from IMDb, although there was a brief one on, on the tomatoes that said it was a really good Christmas move. I... M O V I. There's a, a brief one on on, uh, on the tomatoes that says a really good Christmas movie. Oh, movie. Yeah. I love it. Five out of stars. But my last one is actually. I think
1: we snuck in another extra review there? I see that. You know, it's sly you. like mm-hmm. that, aren't I?
0: Sly uh, But box. I got a I got this one here. Warning: contains spoilers. Oh no. It's, a, oh, it's no. from from it's from Wonder Woman. And uh, they titled their review, I don't know what film these reviewers have been watching, but it certainly wasn't this one. Biblical values? Family values? This is a heartwarming tale only if you enjoy felonies, compulsive liars, and racist and ableist humor. Our hero who was presented as a hero, not an anti-hero, kidnaps children and tricks them into believing that A, they are dead, B, heaven is a pig farm. The word, our word, is thrown around with wild abandon. All the characters are treated in an incredibly patronizing manner, except for our hero. And the white people save the African-American kid from speaking incorrectly. All that said, if you enjoy sardonically disparaging B-movies and or creating your own drinking games, this film is great fun to mock. Bonus, Kirk Cameron before he went 100% crazy Christian. I will say patently false on that one Mm. because he went Looney Tunes like two or three years before this. Yeah, that was a long time his, His publicist was doing everything he could to keep it under wraps
1: unsuccessful yeah yeah (laughs) major fail on the publicist uh
0: one of the stars and of course it's imdb
1: so it's one out of ten stars wow yeah also um if kirk cameron's character was 33
0: out of 34 people found it helpful
1: yeah well great um i gotta say though if kirk cameron's character was in uh, sound of freedom he'd be the villain just want to throw that out there (laughs)
2: Right. I mean, yeah, that is, that's,
1: yeah. That, that, like <laughs> that using correct. the logic of that movie. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Send us home, Glenn.
2: Glenn, yeah. that's me. I need
1: to go yeah. home. I've been at this weird shack all
2: day recording and I need to get out of here. Okay. Well, here's, another, <laughs> um, here's another one from Letterboxd. Uh, this was from Howard the Hammer. Oh, is it you? Uh, no, you different. I'm, I am. I, d- I would not use that moniker ever. I am I'm, I'm a coward. I am a more, I'm a gentler soul. I'm a gentler soul for sure. Okay. Um, I love Avenged Sevenfold. Oh, wait, it's not 2010 anymore. And then in parentheses says, A Little Piece of Heaven is still one of the best songs ever made, though, and I stand by that. <laughs>
1: That's the review. Perfect. Yeah. But was that a five star?
2: Uh, He did not include a, a rating. Oh, coward. He, he came in just to. Just to say, just to <laughs> give his love for a song that came out uh, years later. Just to make the Avenged Sevenfold. Same All title. Right. Yep. I gotcha. Yeah.
1: Well, there you go, folks. Those are the reviews. Of what we could scrounge up for this uh, obscure movie. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's pretty much it at this point. But now we we will talk about things that we genuinely do appreciate. We genuinely do like, unlike unlike this thing, which you just have to watch because it's fucking insane. Um, it's the dance craze sensation that's sweeping the nation. It's time for the what you watching, bud.
2: What you watching, bud? It's all up to you.
1: So Galen, we'll start oh, with hey. you. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you over oh, there. Oh, that's me, me. Um, what you, what you watching, bud?
2: See, well, um uh well we um we are still we are still in the middle of the strike so as actors it's we can't um we can't uh, it, you know we're limited to the things that we can promote but i have found a way around that i have been uh, i actually recently watched a um a show on um on the BBC so i can promote that uh, i can i can recommend a um um a comedy series from the bbc called um called the goes Wrong show and it is a um, it's a, it's an um it's an extension of a um of a hit farcical play called um called The Play That Goes Wrong which is basically like noises off on crack where basically just it's as the title suggests of a, a play is being produced and any possible thing um goes wrong during the production and so they basically taken that idea um in in standalone 30 minute uh, 30 minute episodes so as you can imagine that it's basically a it's a one joke premise so some of the episodes are you know, just become kind of repetitive and stupid, but there, there are, uh, there are a few episodes in particular. I think I would start with one called the lodge, which is kind of like a, an Agatha Christie murder, you know, horror themed kind of turn of the screw, uh, kind of story that, um, um, that the, some of the, the comic timing and some of the extended physical humor is, um, like fist in your mouth level laughing. I, um, it's it's some of the most uh, most brilliant um, uh, comedic bits that I've seen in a long time. So yeah, I would I would highly recommend uh, the Goes Wrong show on. Uh, you can find it on the freebies and the tubies and the YouTubes.
1: Perfect. Thank you. Thank you for that, Gabe.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Support the strike.
1: Oh, definitely, hundred yeah. um, percent. Nathan, Nathan, what about you? Uh, what you watching there, uh, pal, bud?
0: Well, um went a little eighties um this this past week and watched a uh, overlooked comedy in my opinion, uh starring Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen, Men at Work. Mm. Um also stars uh Keith David. Um Emilio and, and Charlie are, are you know sanitation workers um, with, with dreams of, you know, obviously getting out of that and, and opening their own surf shop. Uh, they find a deceased politician on their garbage route uh, and uh, want to figure out, you know, maybe who killed him so we don't get blamed for it. And, of course, a million things go awry, and they get involved in, like, a, a toxic waste scandal. Uh, it's it's one of the few Sheen Estevez joints uh, that, you, that they actually put together that wasn't Young Guns.
1: <laughs> One of the few. All right. Well, for me, um, I'm also gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stand in solidarity with you a little bit, Galen, because I'm also gonna recommend an older movie. Um, right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna recommend a movie from 1993 uh, called Freaked. That's uh, what I just Ooh, saw recently. Oh yeah. Uh, directed by Bill and Ted's Alex Winter. And uh, there's a second director, and I'm gonna say his name. I think it's Tom Stern. Let me just double check. Yeah, Tom Stern and Alex Winter. Um, basically, Alex Winter plays this like this really vain actor who ends up uh, <laughs> ends up at Randy Quaid's like crazy toxic waste mutation area where it's 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 like if island of dr moreau was an intentional comedy essentially because right. all these people like there's mutated there's Bobcat goldthwaite plays a guy who has like a sock for a head he's like, basically yeah. like a sock puppet man um keanu reeves is like a dog boy uh there is like a, the the bearded lady is played by mr t hello uh Brilliant. It's, yeah it's Oh, Nathan, you absolutely would love this movie. The humor <laughs> is off the walls, crazy.
2: Um, it's it, I, actually, it's I like love... Island of Dr. Moreau by way of Savage Steve Holland. Yeah, sure.
1: Right. <laughs> I don't know who, who Savage Steve Holland.
2: Oh, that, that, he did better off Dead. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, okay. Animator. He, he was a creator of Eek the Cat. Just to give you an oh. example... Just
1: yeah. to give you an example of the kind of jokes in this movie, like there's there's a bunch of like flashbacks to show like how uh, how some of these characters arrived here and how they were because um, uh, Randy Quaid has mutated. These people, they're not yes. just mutated and how, yeah, how each person arrived there and got mutated by Randy Quaid. And at one point, so they do a slow zoom and then a flashback and then they come back at one point, they slow zoom on a hammer on the ground and they do a flashback to randy quaid buying a wrench and he's like and then it goes back to the hammer and then the people around are like oh man that was terrifying (laughs) that kind of thing yeah um oh my god it's just i i can't recommend it enough it's it's insane that it was released i i think too just like i think the studio there's so there's some talk about the studio they thought it was too weird so it barely came out in theaters yeah i know they buried
2: Um, it it was yeah 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 and and i think it kind of um
1: definitely has a cult following now
2: definitely yeah cult following i think it yeah it it kind of it um it 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 quashed all (laughs) all all possibility of him getting any other studio funding but Mm -hmm. i think it's worth it it's it's terrific. So freak. It's, It
1: yeah. sounds so
0: vaguely familiar.
2: Yeah, it was what I was aware of trailer. when it came out, but yeah, it's I yeah, I would um yeah, that's a good choice. Thanks. So that's what we're watching, buds. Yeah, um buds.
1: and now uh I'm sure Montrose Muggiton wants to tell us uh what he's doing or what he's up to or what he's gonna do. Yeah, sure,
0: yeah, please. Again, just a second. Boom! Yeah. It's good friend Montrose Munckington III here, and let me talk with you for a moment. I want you to head on over to my YouTube channel, Montrose Munckington TV, yeah. And when you are and you're doing that, you can you can get on over to the Facebook. You can be friends with me on the Facebook group Montrose Munckington III Esquire and Friends, yeah. And then and when you're all done all that, you can tweet at me on your Twitter devices at Montrose III. That's number three rd, yeah. Thank you. More later. <laughs>
1: yeah thank you Montrose man he has Pretty excited changed. there yeah he's got very he's... uh yeah very
2: uh very very uh uh very 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 positive there very uh very uh, very uh very energetic very positive mm. energy there
1: it sounds forward. like he it sounds like he's kind of from Hollywood baby mm.
2: yeah well yeah well don't uh, don't let um don't let the mother superior know about that no i won't he I might won't. get a he might get a visit
1: <laughs> um so galen i know we're still we're still in the middle of the well hopefully not the middle for your sake but we're know, still right. in yeah, the midst hope- of the actor's strike in the midst um, yes as so i know you're not recording know,
2: of at the time of this recording yes
1: yeah so i know you're not so quote-unquote promoting anything but is there anything you want any messages anything you want to say here at the end
2: well i can actually well for those uh if anyone is uh Anyone happens to be listening in Hollywood, um, I can. Um, Your address um, I, is. I, I, yeah, I can prom, I, I can promote a um a, a, a um a theater piece that I'm in um through uh, uh through January of of this of this coming year. Um, uh, called bride of blood. And it is a kind of, uh, it's described by the director and writer as a Mondo, bibliodrama, kind of taking, um, uh, esoteric texts on the, um, on the story of King Solomon and interpreting them with, a uh, crazy, bizarre demon puppets and a, a, a live Mellotron score. And, um, and it's, uh, it's a lot of crazy fun, uh, if, you know if you're in Canada listening to this or any part of the world just uh come to uh, come come to lo- fly out to Los Angeles uh pay an exorbitant amount for a plane ticket and uh you know, uh, you, know uh, uh, you know uh you know, not uh, you know get a little october and uh and see this uh, crazy biblical play and uh you can also go to my um, my Instagram for more details and peep the um, the original artwork poster by uh by by underground comic legend r crumb uh so yeah check that out
1: yeah and i mean if you want to go uh with galen um you'll just see in the show notes there i did provide his home phone number and
2: mm-hmm. uh home address so yes. you just uh yeah you just go right there and uh and have I, a blast no, no i i like i i uh, i i'm in i'm i'm into being doxed i was like <laughs> i was like dox me baby
1: yeah dox yeah, it to me like, baby. More yeah, time. yeah. <laughs> Oh, we have fun here. Um, we sure well, thank Galen. Thank you for talking about this fucking ridiculous movie. I don't think we could have had a better choice of guest for this movie.
2: <laughs> I thank you. I think. Yeah, this was a this was a trip. <laughs> I, yeah. Um, again, I don't know. I don't know what's up and down anymore. But uh, yeah, no regrets, baby. No I, regrets.
1: I, it just feels like we've reached the end of the ride. Like, I don't know where. We uh, yeah, go I from, don't know. Really.
2: Yeah, this might be the final episode.
1: <laughs> it could be but it isn't so we'll see you next week um but you can find us all over the place we're on every podcast app that's known to man uh maybe uh our home base is age of radio big time you go to ageofradioorg slash what were they thinking uh, you can also find us on you can also find us on twitter and instagram at wwwttpodcast. podcast find us on redbubble Tee Public, and patreon.com slash podcast speaking of mr galen howard he also happens to be uh the only bonus episode on patreon where we had a guest and we talked about a delightful uh as in not delightful steven seagal vampire kind of zombie movie um against the dark <laughs> you should check out there that movie uh... is out of my mind this movie will stick with me for the rest of my life. So thank you, Kirk Cameron.
0: <sighs> Obama has a tendency to do that.
1: My God. So, um, with all that being said, uh, Nathan, I, I I make a joke here, but you know what? I'm not going to make a joke here. Do you have any questions for me?
0: <laughs> well, I do. I mean, all the crazy stuff that we talked about aside, Yeah. Uh, I mean, in a movie that has Cloris Leachman in it. Sure. And where she plays, like, kind of, you know, hardened towards the authorities-type character, mm-hmm. but also a lady who cares so much for her children that she looks after that she's actually willing to, like, you know, maybe kind of cover up what Kirk Cameron was doing. Mm-hmm. And also talk very disparagingly about the other uh, you know, children's home uh, in Indiana that all her
1: kids were supposed to be going to, and it's a very movie... horse leachman heavy uh, questions, but yeah, keep continuing. Right.
0: Well, I'm 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 getting to where the the, okay. the main thing that he really really didn't get to talk about, okay. Okay. but in in a movie where you know she's even kind of getting like to to know the uh, the FBI agents, so I'm guessing that she can get some insider information. So that she can help Kirk Cameron because, you know, she always that's she wanted the only kid that she ever encountered in her her career as a youth worker that she actually wanted to adopt as a kid of her own. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and in a movie where she has the opportunity, but they don't show her like gunning down several federal agents and running to Mexico with Kirk Cameron and his and his sister and the two kids that he kidnapped, one of which he drugged, and right. living a life uh, as as a as a cannabis farmer for the rest of their days, I, I gotta know. Sure. What
2: were they thinking?
1: Kids movie.
2: Yay. <laughs> Next, I like.